Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shantae Arati. I am coming on for a special video to walk you through the targeted EIDL uh, grant or advanced application. Uh, for all of you all that don't know, the IDLE is the Economic Injury Disaster Program. Uh, this is administered by the SBA. So I'm going to show you what you should uh, expect and how to prepare for when you receive the invitation from the SBA uh, to apply for this grant. Now, this grant, again, is a $10,000 grant, a full 10000 or the balance thereof. This grant is available to applicant to those who applied entrepreneurs small business owners uh nonprofits who applied on or before december 27th of 2020 uh you all can expect an email so i want to make sure you know what to expect uh, because we've seen so many people are still getting emails and they don't even know until it's too late to apply for the program so through this program, if you were want a person that received partial grant, so say you received $1,000 or $2,000, you would get the balance thereof. You're first in line to get this uh, the notification and to have your application process. After that, there's a second phase or second wave uh, of notifications that will go out to uh, those businesses that uh, did not receive any grant money at all that would include me uh, because the sba ran out of funding okay so this program has been very popular it was launched way back with the cares act uh in march 2020 uh they expanded the program meaning they added more funds to the program then that ran out in july of uh 2020 uh, then with the uh, with the Consolidated Appropriations Act uh, that was passed uh, and enacted into law in December 2020, the SB they added 20 billion dollars to a new targeted EIDL program to get a you all or full ten thousand dollars or the balance thereof. Uh, in addition to that, with the American uh, Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Uh, they added an additional $15 billion to the 20 that was already allocated uh, towards this program, uh, meaning that this would allow, again, more uh, businesses to get the $10,000 and also be able to qualify for a supplemental uh, $5,000 grant. And that uh, $5,000 supplemental grant would go uh, or be you will receive a notice after they process all the other right uh, applications, the first draw applications, you might call it. Um, and then they will base that on the severity level of your impact or your loss. So they will they categorize they categorize it as severe, uh, severe loss and substantially severe. Severe loss is categorized as any loss of gross receipts. 50% or greater, and substantial loss is categorized of 30% or to 50% of loss of your gross receipts in 2020 compared to uh, your 2019. So I'm going to walk through again the application. That's just background information for you all before we get started. And I'm going to share my screen because this is very important. Uh, all of you all, again, you should be monitoring your emails uh, daily. 
uh, because again, they started the, rolling out this program back in February. Uh, the SBA has uh, 21 days to review your uh, application once you set it and to tell you, uh, notify you uh, if you are approved or if you are denied. So it may be a little bit longer than that, but expect that it will, uh, it will take at least 21 days uh, in order to receive um, some type of notification from the SBA. So I'm going, what I'm gonna do is, uh, you should see this here. And I'm going to just put the whole thing on the screen so you can see it, okay? So wanna first let you know, uh, before I start walking through the actual email, the email that you receive that you're monitoring for, it could come to your inbox or it could go to your spam box or it can go to your promotional folder, just depending on what email you are using or you provided to the SBA. So you need to remember what email you provided to the SBA when you initially applied to the IDLE program uh, and then monitor that email. Again, the S I've, I have peers that have received notifications, they've been approved and uh, some have received their deposits already. Uh, and those, uh, I've had people tell me it was in their inbox and I've had others tell me that it was in their spam folder or their promotional folders. Uh, emails from the SBA will always have the .gov extension. Uh, and I will show you one of those as we scroll down the actual email that you will see in your inbox, okay? So if you see this, it is not a scam. It is to not, it, not to be ignored. Uh, and you wanna look for where's the email coming from? What is that email address? If, if it does not have .gov on the end, it is not the SBA, okay? If it has .gov, you better act quickly, okay? Because you definitely don't wanna miss out on this opportunity. Uh, so they are going to be sending it out to everyone that fits um, into the category that I just said. If you apply on or before December 27th or 2020, and then they will tell you exactly what it is that you need to do, uh, what documentations you will need to submit, uh, and then prompt you to uh, your application where you will go to a portal. So this is what it's going to look like. You in the in the subject line, you will see it will say. Let me scroll up here. SBA application number. We have your application number with invitation to submit a COVID-19 targeted EIDL advanced application. So it's similar to, to what you see here. So this is the body. So it will tell you and it will have your application number. So you need to know, right? Hopefully you have noted somewhere what your application number is. If you don't remember it, you can always call the SBA, uh, get it and hold on to it. That is gonna be important. Uh, because your application number is in, in is uh, specific to you and the application that you submitted. Okay, so it will say invitation to submit the COVID nineteen targeted EIDL advanced application. It will have your application number again populated in the body of the email. It will have dear your name. So I'm sure those of you that are watching right now, uh, if you have not looked in your email, you probably have an email right now. Uh, so I would encourage you after you watch this video to go check your emails and you can, I would actually uh, in, invite you to come back to the comments and let me know if there was this invitation 
uh, from the SBA in your emails. Uh, do share out this broadcast as well. Um, I didn't want to go into the subscribe and everything, but do share this out for any entrepreneur, small business owner you know who needs this information uh, because we don't want you all to miss out on the billions that's available through this program by simple things, just not taking simple actions uh, towards submitting your application. So it's going to say in the first paragraph that the SBA is launching a new program, which it is. This is a new targeted EIDL grant, new round of economic injury disaster uh, advances. Advance is the same as a grant. So sometimes people get confused. They don't know what an advance is. An advance is the same as a grant. It's free money that does not have to pay back. This is a separate program from the, from the idle loan program. You apply separately, right? So this is individual, separate from the loan program. You can get this grant whether or not you were denied for the loan and whether or not you accepted uh, the loan that you were approved for. Uh, so I've had many people say that uh, I was denied on credit. You were not denied the grant for credit. You were denied the loan. This is specifically for the grant. So don't overlook that. Uh, is for why I'm giving that clarification to you. It says, if you received the idle advance last year in the amount less than 10,000 and you meet the targeted idle advance eligibility requirements, you may be eligible to receive the difference. So it doesn't tell you that you are eligible. It tells you that you may be eligible for the full amount or the difference. Now, please understand those that receive $10,000, that is the maximum that you can receive, okay? Uh, as of right now, that is the max uh, plus the supplemental if you fall under the categories that I mentioned earlier. And I'll recap those uh, before I close out. The combined amount of targeted EIDL advance of, uh, and any previous uh, re monies received will not exceed $10,000. So they're currently uh, explaining that to you here, answering that question for uh, those of you that may have received your 10,000, congratulations. But we already know there are millions of us that did not, and we want our money. So this is how you're going to get it. It's going to tell you, please review the eligibility criteria and application instructions below carefully before you proceed to the application portal, uh, the portal for the targeted EIDL advance. So I'm going to reiterate that how important it is to read through to make sure you understand what the SBA is asking you for. You have one shot. So I'm going to tell you, shoot your shot, but you don't have the opportunity like you do with the loan to appeal this, right? So you want to make sure you have all your information organized, gathered together, uh, the appropriate that you're uploading it to the appropriate place. Uh, and that you have the appropriate records that they're asking for. So let's talk about the eligible uh, businesses and what makes you eligible right now, okay? You must be located in a low-income community. They have an underlying. So basically what that means is it's uh, underlined. It may be hyperlinked, but on the S SBA website, they actually have uh, the low-income map. So you can uh, deter you can put in your address or your zip code uh, and determine if you are in a low income area. And when I say if you are, that means your business. So it's not where you live unless you, where you live and your business are the same place, right? Are in the same location, same address, same zip code. Uh, but they're basing it on your 
on your business address. So some people indicated that they have moved. They will allow you to update your address. Uh, and then that's what they will be factoring in. So it's based on the defined section 45DE of the Internal Revenue Code, that's the IRS. SBA will map your business property address to determine if you are in a low income community. When you submit your targeted EIDL advance application, number two, in order to be eligible, you must be able to demonstrate that you have an economic loss greater than 30% as demonstrated by an eight week period beginning March the 2nd of 2020 or later, compared to the previous year, you will be required to provide the total amount of your gross receipts from January, to, uh, January 2019 to the current uh, month to date. So you will have to, again, we're in 2021, so they're gonna ask you to provide all your gross receipts and then you are going to uh, select an eight-week period uh, for which you are going to uh, compare 2020 to 2019 in an eight-week period to be able to show that you had a 30% uh, decrease. So what could they be asking for? Bank statements, invoices, 1099s, uh, your financial statement, your profit and loss statement uh, is good for being able to show uh, what income that you brought into uh, the business. When they say uh, comparing income, because I need to clarify this because people have asked me, you're not going to include anything regarding unemployment or uh, PPP or uh, or your EIDL loan. Uh, none, none, none of that. Uh, they are asking you to show only information pertaining, pertaining to the sales in your business. So sales for products and services, uh, that you uh, provided in your business, okay? You will need to demonstrate that 30% economic loss. And then third, you must have 300 or fewer employees. So these are W-2 employees because we know two, 1099s are not employees. Business entities normally eligible for the IDLE program are eligible, including sole proprietors, independent contractors, private and nonprofit organizations. Uh, if you are a gig worker, you fall into this category as well. These are just different terms that different people use. Uh, so I make sure you understand that you are included uh, if you consider yourself self-employed. However, agricultural enterprises such as farmers, ranchers are not eligible to receive the targeted EIDL advance. So again, the eligibility must be in a low income community, must suffer economic loss to be able to show it. Uh, of 30% or greater, and then you must have 300 or fewer employees, okay? And then if we scroll down, it's saying we recommend that you have a copy of your 2019 tax returns. So I get this question a lot. Do I need to have tax returns? The answer is yes. If you want to get access to the billions and billions and billions of dollars in grant funding out here, I highly recommend you do your taxes. They just said that they highly recommend you do it too. Uh, so two, 2019 tax returns, you need to have them on hand to submit uh, when you're completing your targeted EIDL advanced application questions. You will also be asked to confirm that the information provided in your original application is still accurate. 
So for those of you who are saying that you have some changes, whether it's your address, whether it's your bank account, you will be verifying that that information is still accurate, okay? You do that first. If there are any changes you need to uh, may, uh, may ask, be asked to provide documentation in order to determine you, that you are eligible for the advance. So your change in address may change it either way. It could change it where you're not in a low income community or it may change it uh, where you are in a now in a low income community. I've seen it go both ways. If there are any changes, uh, again, you will provide the documentation. Applicants that pass the initial eligibility requirements will also then be required to electronically sign so they will provide you this form that I talk about. Uh, you can search it, it's on the IRS website. It is IRS form 4506T. And I actually review this form in our other video, uh, the idle uh, reconsideration how to apply video. I walk through this form uh, so you know what to expect and what they're gonna be asking of you when, you, uh, when, you, uh, when they provide it and you sign it. And this is allows the SBA to obtain your tax transcripts. In order for them to, in order for them to obtain your tax transcripts, you must have taxes that have been filed with the IRS. They're going to be matching it up. If it comes back that you have no taxes, that's going to be a problem for you. Okay, it may delay and or just eliminate you from consideration for the grant altogether. Okay, so they will get this directly from the IRS. That's how they communicate uh, before we before they can approve your request for the targeted advance. So tax returns is is a huge uh, part of this process. They won't even consider if you if they can't uh, get your access to your tax returns. Okay, so it's either you have them or you're giving them the ability to access them through their electronic system. The SBA is telling you that their goal is to process. That's the goal. So I always say you have no control over how long it takes the SBA. We already know they've been slow uh, with a number of these different programs. What you have control over is what you submit, you being timely, you submitting accurate information uh, where you're supposed to submit it. Their goal is to a process all requests within 21 days. This is to allow them to better vet, to prevent the fraud that happened the last time where it, before it was, they had to process it in three days, which was really unrealistic uh, to start up these billion dollar uh, programs. Uh, but 21 days of receiving a completed application, all application decisions will be communicated via email. So again, how important is it? Do you understand how important it is to monitor and your emails? Let me know in the comments if you understand that. Uh, so many have lost out on grant opportunities simply because they're not checking their emails. They will communicate with you through email that you provide. So it is upon you to regularly check those emails. They're not going to babysit, okay? Due to limited availability of funds for the targeted EIDL advanced program, the SBA will not be able to reconsider applications. So they're telling you they will not be able to reconsider, reconsider applications through an appeals process. So they're asking you, short of begging you to please make sure that your information is correct when submitting the first time you will not be able to appeal this grant as you are able to appeal uh, the loan program okay 
Further, they say, if your request is approved, you will receive an email notification. Okay, so what, regardless of what the community, they will always communicate with you through email. You will get an email notification and an ACH deposit to your bank account you provided in your application. It is very important, again, very important to double check, I would say triple check, your bank account information carefully before submitting. Inaccurate and incomplete information may result in the inability to approve your request or successfully disburse the funds. Carefully review the information below regarding your bank account. So we know previously, uh, if they cannot verify your bank account, and it could be a number of different reasons why they didn't. Either your bank didn't, your bank name didn't match your 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 the your name or the name that you put on your application so for instance if you're an independent contractor or get worker you don't have a business name you you use your name your personal name so that means then your personal name must match the name on the bank account it can't be like in your spouse's name or someone else's name that is not going to work if you uh if you applied under your business name so like i applied under my business name my bank account has that name so when they try to uh put money into my bank account it says in my business name on the account so they can match it that's what they're looking to do they're matching the name and they're matching the account numbers and routing numbers. It's easy to get those transposed. So you wanna make sure that you're not putting the routing number in the account number field or the account number in the routing number field or that you're missing a number, you're off a number. So I would say triple and quadruple check uh, your numbers and the placement of those numbers. Uh, they should be located at the bottom of your checks. For those of you that use checks, if you don't, most banks, if you log into your uh, online account, there's an area where you can see uh, your bank account numbers, the routing number and the account number. If you have any questions as to where to find these, contact your bank, right? They all have a 1-800 number, uh, but you can find it on your bank, if uh, on your checks if available or online. Uh, and they're telling you that to log into your online account here uh, and contact your bank for confirmation. Make sure that your routing number provided is usable for ACH uh, payments. So, you know, using Square uh, Cash App is not acceptable. You need a real bank account uh, and you need to verify that it accepts ACH payments. This is another simple thing that can cause you not to be able to receive the grant. It's not just you have a bank account. They have to be able to accept the wire transfers it makes it easy to get you the money so if you want easy money that we already we always talk about easy free money then make sure you have a a valid bank account that everything matches and it can accept hch payments many advanced applicants submitted routing numbers reserved for other types of payments which resulted in the inability to send them advances so if you didn't believe me before they're telling you right here they're giving you a heads up so it's important to read through exactly what they're telling you Many thousands, millions did not get their payments because they had other types of accounts that are not considered a, a real uh, accounts or they have the ACH payment uh, option available. You bank name should be the official name of the bank. Okay, so if your bank is Huntington, if your bank is Chase, if your bank is PNC, it should have the official name. Please contact your bank if you are unsure.
Ensure that you provide a checking account uh, uh, to facilitate the ACH uh, payment. So you're not going to provide a savings account. You're going to provide a checking account. So make sure you have one. There are many check uh, checking accounts that you can get for free. Uh, so just make sure that you have them. And again, that it matches what you submitted on your application. So if you submitted a bit as a business, your business name, business account, it should be the same. If it was a personal account uh, and you use your personal name, it should be the same as before. Double check that your account is still open and able to receive payments. This is another big one, okay? So, so many people out there, I say this almost every live video, uh, that you need to make sure that your account is still valid, is still open, and you can receive payments on those accounts. That means you have to remember what bank account information you gave in the, in the first place. And so again, they will allow you to update that information and again, because it's going, may take 21 days or more, you want to make sure you're not changing anything. You don't close out the account while you're waiting on your funding, or guess what? Again, you won't get it. Uh, don't go changing your business, your information until you are really done with uh, the grant process. And I wouldn't, I would not change it for a while. Okay. So before submitting, you must make sure that the bank account you are providing satisfies the following. The account is open using a, your business legal name, matching the values entered in the business information section on your application. If you do not have a business legal name, the name on the account must match the business owner's name. Account has your business address and phone number matching the values you entered uh, for your business information section on the application. This is very important. Number three, your account is open using uh, your business tax ID, uh, which is your EIN number or your social security number. If no, if you don't have an EIN. So we know not everybody has uh, their EIN number, your employer, uh, your employer, uh, um, a tax ID or your business tax ID, then you use your social, but you have, again, remember what you used at the time that you filled out the application. So many people have contacted me and said, well, since that time I've right registered my business, I now have an EIN. Again, account is open using your business tax ID, EIN or social security number matching the values you entered in your initial application. So everything is going back to match what you put in your initial application, okay? And things that vary from that, if everything is off from that, is gonna, again, cause you problems in getting access to this money. Common reasons why account validations might fail would be that the account holder name does not match the business name on the application. The business name changed since opening the account, using the personal account for the business, so we already said we shouldn't be using personal accounts for business, but we know some people have. If you did, uh, this is some of the reasons. Account being in someone else's name, uh, such as a spouse or a friend, reusing a bank account for multiple businesses that do not match the business name on the application. Uh, so this goes back for a lot of um, you all that were submitting multiple applications uh, for the advance and loan in the beginning and you got stuck. Uh, I always recommend, again, you and you were denied the loan, uh, 
go back, have those extra applications withdrawn. Uh, you only need your first initial application because people are putting in multiple because they didn't hear or they thought they needed to reapply and it just caused problems. It threw up fraud alerts to the SBA. So they're not going to move on your applications because they're this is showing as duplicates, right? So you really want to be careful with that. If you do not have a bank account that satisfies the criteria above, there's a greater chance that the SBA will not be able to approve your targeted EIDL advance, okay? So is it worth you getting $10,000 and potentially $15,000 to get your business in order, make sure that you have everything uh, accurate uh, and together? And then at the bottom, it has a green button that tells you targeted advanced application that you click, and then it will take you on to the portal to start putting in your information, uploading the documents that they are requesting, uh, being able to uh, correct any information. And then once you submit it, it goes through. Uh, you can continue to follow up on the status in your portal. So when you apply, just make sure you remember, again, the emails you use, the login uh, information uh, to continue go back into your portal. It will continually keep you updated on the status. If you have questions related to your application, as it says at the bottom, they clearly give you a phone number at the bottom, 1-800-659-2955. So I would not call them until you receive this notification. If you have any questions or technical issues, that is the number you want to call. Or uh, the same email is is telling you here, the applications uh, department that is processing these is the Office of Disaster Assistance at the U.S. Business Administration. This email is the, is the targeted advance at sba.gov. So again, targeted advance at sba.gov. I've seen uh, some people have received an email from the uh, disaster customer service uh, at sba.gov email address. Uh, and that most likely was before they, they created the targeted advance at sba.gov. But just check your email for both. Again, checking for the .gov at the end, not .org, not .net, not .com. It is .gov. So this is the application. This is the email that you can expect to uh, receive. So I hope this information was clear for you all. Uh, as always, if you have any questions regarding the process, um, please let me know. Uh, I will only take a few minutes to just scroll here and see if there's any questions uh, related to um, this uh, this idle application. Now, again, resources are always in the show notes and in the description. You have resources here uh, displayed on the screen uh, that has helped many people through the process of getting grants and, and access to the stimulus programs that are out there. Uh, use the resources and tools uh, that we have. Uh, if you need one, if you need one-on-one idle assistance, the link is also uh, in the description. Uh, I will also drop it in the comments. Uh, there is a fee for idle personal one-on-one idle assistance. Uh, if you don't have the money for that, you can always go to our idle uh, playlist that we have. We have a ton of videos that have walkthrough videos, step-by-step uh, video instructions just like this on the loan process, on the reconsideration process, uh, really everything that you need to know 
uh, is there uh, in our video playlist regarding this particular program. Um, let me see, let me just look at some of these questions. Uh, so one of our viewers is saying, I received 8,000 the first time. Should I still apply for the remaining? Uh, anything you receive short of 10,000, e you will get an email invite. Uh, so if you're just coming into this, go back to the beginning. This is an instructional video. Uh, you will get the balance. So if you got 8,000, that means yes, you will qualify. Uh, if you meet the criteria that I outlined, you would qualify for the 2,000, okay? For a max of $10,000. Uh, and then the potential to get 15. So that's why this video says $15,000 is because of the additional supplement. There's a supplemental grant that is made available under the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Once the $10,000 is processed, that's when they will start rolling out the applications on the 5,000. Now, they haven't rolled out any guidance, but I'm. this is what I am assuming uh, will happen because once you've already been approved for the 10,000, you've already provided the documentation, your history of your gross receipts. So they will already know if you met the criteria, the 30% or more, and they will know what percentage it actually is. So whether it's 30%, 50% or 75%, they will know if you fit in that severity a category or in the substantial uh, the substantially impacted category to receive the 5,000. They will do a phase approach just like they're doing the 10,000. So those those they find most severely impacted at the 50% or more will get the first notifications that they will they can get the, the $5,000 supplemental grant. Those that fall in between the 30 to 50% will then be the next in line to get that notification to be able to get that supplemental grant. And as I said before, as the SBA said before, it's all based on funding. And the, when the funding runs out, that's it until Congress and they, the SBA will set, let us know, right? That's it. We ran out of funding. And then it will be then in the hands of the Congress to say, okay, we want to add additional money to the program. Now, they may, uh, and they are, there is also a push to, open this up to everybody that apply, not just low income uh, communities, uh, because everybody that applied was was supposed to get $10,000. So everybody that applied should get $10,000. So now they have installed uh, Ms. Gunsman into the uh, role of the head of the SBA. Uh, we may see more information on that uh, and a correction of that where uh, where everybody uh, that apply that was entitled to the grant will get it regardless of your, uh, if you're in low, low income community, mid income or high income uh, community, uh, but be on the lookout. But as of right now, is it, it, it is the criteria that it is. Um, and if you want that to change, you have to advocate for yourself, use your voice, uh, let your representatives know, your congressional representatives know that you were entitled to the grant and you wanted to. Uh, will I get an email for the $5,000 supplemental grant? It's first a 10,000 and then you will get a notification after you win it, if you approve for it, then you will get notification afterwards. Uh, once they've gotten through all, they haven't even gotten to phase two yet. So it's gonna be a minute uh, before they get to the $5,000 supplemental. Let's get the 10,000. Okay, let's get the 10,000. 
Uh, and if you are watching and you have received your email already or you've been approved, let me know in the comments or if you've received your, your deposit of your 10,000 or the balance thereof, please let us know in the comments because I always have people asking me. So I always like to take them take back to them that people have, are actually uh, getting their notifications and are getting the, the grant deposited. Um, what if your application is in the reconsideration process and not uh, for not sending additional information? Okay, so if you, they, I understand they're processing these separately, but I have received uh, messages from some people saying that they were, they were given uh, mixed information by the SBA. Um, so they're in the reconsideration for their loan. Uh, you definitely want to go through that. If, if it's for lack of information, send them the information. Uh, but in your portal, some, for some people it was saying that the, the, the loan was denied and then the grant was denied. So it may be what I'm thinking it is, is that is referring to the old idol. We're under the new program, but to be sure, contact them. So if you see anything that you think is a discrepancy, which these the individuals did, um, the loan approval denial <clears throat> doesn't have anything to do with the new targeted EIDL grant. The only thing that uh, is uh, considered is if you applied on and before December 27, 2020, then you should get a you should receive an email at some point uh, in the upcoming weeks if you haven't received it already. Um, I hope that makes sense. So continue on with the process uh, for reconsideration. Uh, those same documents are the documents that are similar to what they're asking you for uh, for the idle advance. Um, so th that should be helpful for you in applying for the grant as well. Uh, and those that are applying for the grant, yes, you can apply for PPP. This one, I'm not going to talk about PPP, but you pay. This is the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, I highly it, it expires. The deadline is uh, March the 31st to apply. Um, but there, the Congress is actually voting to extend it till May 31st. Uh, but I wouldn't wait. Uh, get your applications in for the PPP. You can apply for both. You can get funded for both. You just can't use the same uh, funding for both. Okay. So you can't use IDO for the same thing that you're using PPP on. Um, Dupree, I don't, I'm not really under, oh, okay. 9,000. Do you know anybody who received 9,000? I know people that received 10,000. Is 10,000 or the balance thereof? So if, just remember, did you, if, if you got an idle grant, let me know in the comments on how much you received. Uh, if you did not receive it and you applied on or before December 27th, uh, let me know in the comments as well. Uh, regardless of where you stand, the max that you will receive is 10,000. So everybody gets 10,000 or equal up to, up to the $10,000 max, everybody that is approved. Or when you're approved, that's, that's what it will be. Okay. All right. Let me just look. Uh, someone is making a comment about the bank accounts. Let me just see. About the bank account numbers. Oh, about that being the problem last year, uh, submitted the correct bank account information, but it wasn't an eight digit, 10 digit, 12. So <clears throat> um, 
and I know I'm like quite sure when I submitted my my information, it was accurate. I don't know what was going with the on um, with the uh, SBA, um, but what I decided to do was I opened up a separate account that's linked to my. It's it's all together, right? In my in my business, I have multiple checking accounts and savings accounts, but I opened up another one uh, just to be safe and sure. Uh, and it wasn't the same one I, that I had given them before because I corrected my information verbatim and I did do the quadruple check and I still didn't get my money before they ran out. Um, so I don't know what the issue was. So I changed it all together. Um, uh, when I say changed it, my bank, my bank information, the routing and the uh, and the account number that it would go into. Okay. So just a reminder, the reconsideration process and this grant process are totally separate. Uh, both the loan and the grant program is administered through the SBA, but this program it is by invite only. So if you go to the uh, SBA portal and apply for the loan, if you're looking at like one of my prior video that had like over 40,000 views uh, and that checkbox is not there for the grant, it's not going to be there because you're only applying for the loan. At this point, uh, it's only by invitation only is how you get it. So you need to monitor your emails. Okay, so I'm seeing a lot of people that are saying they received a partial grant. Um, and I'm seeing some people that are saying that they haven't received, they didn't receive any grant. Um, there's also viewers saying that they received the email. Um, but I don't see anyone that's saying that they received the a deposit yet of the targeted EIDL grant. Uh, but I I know people personally. I just don't see anyone here, but I know people personally that have. So look out for it. I'm excited. Let me know what are you planning on using your grant for? How is it going to help you in your business? Uh, drop it in the comments. I really like to know. I hope this video has been helpful for you in getting your uh, grant. Uh, again, millions of entrepreneurs, gig workers, I, I help many of them get the $1,000 that they got or $2,000 or $3,000, um, but I don't know that they're aware of this new program. So that's why I come on uh, and uh, appreciate you all for sharing it out because the more we get the word out, the more the small business owners that have been impacted and we know millions of us have, the more that can get access to this money. I tell you, I told you the money is out here. Um, and I told you uh, a year ago when we didn't get the money that we were fighting for it and we would eventually get it. And here we are. That's the power of small business and the advocacy uh, work that, we, that we're putting forth to get these things changed, these programs improved. So the businesses that really need the money actually get it. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day.